Are you ready to find the missing link in your wellness journey? Do you want to learn how specialized women-owned businesses can collectively help you achieve the goals you want for your mind, body, and soul? Hi, my name is Dr. Kelly Alhui, founder of Orthopelvic Physical Therapy, and Molly Atala, former teacher and manager of Orthopelvic. Together, we are on a mission to help women know that there is help for whatever their needs are. From cosmetic tattoo artists to naturopath doctors, we break down different methods and treatment that women may not know are available to them by drastically improving their quality of life. We believe that no one can achieve the results they desire going down one path with one practitioner. And that is why we come together to collaborate. This podcast is for all women, especially for those who want more information on improving their overall well-being and would like to learn about methods and treatment and care that they may be unaware of. So let us connect the pieces of the puzzle for you. While listening, you will learn about local female-run businesses and understand that when providers work together to have a collective approach, we can reach the best outcomes for you. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, and welcome to Collaborative Connections by Orthopelvic PT. I'm your host today, Molly Atala, and I am here with the light, the bright, the incredibly joyous Nadia Hashimi. She is a Sufi spiritual healer and founder of Lighthouse Healing. So Nadia, I am so thrilled to have you with us today. I cannot wait to delve into the heart space with you and just share your mission and your work with, with our audience. So I can't wait. So welcome. Yeah. Tell us how you're doing today. Hey, Molly, thank you so much. What a beautiful introduction. You just opened up the door to the heart space and allowed the light to come in. And I'm just so excited to talk about spiritual healing. It's going to be eye-opening for you and I and anyone listening. And this is the beginning to all things good for the audience. Absolutely. And I have to say, so Nadia came to us as a client, as a patient of orthopelvic and Nadia, it's so amazing because from the minute that she stepped in and all of the sessions that she had, it was it was just like sunshine stepped into the clinic. It was so delightful. And so when she shared with us this business venture and Nadia, I'm sure she'll share with you, but she has a medical background. So you have your BSN, is that correct? So I do have my BSN and a BS in biology. And it's funny because whenever you mention that I was a patient of yours and that I would, you said it to me, you're like, oh, you bring such a light with you into the office. And I'm thinking, I'm walking in with so much pain. I'm so miserable. And it's just so nice to hear something positive. But it's, it's one of those things where um, when you recognize it, and you recognize the light of healing, and it follows you and other people can see it, it's quite beautiful and really validating. Because mm. for so long, I was afraid to talk about it and let other people see it. And I was hiding it. So this is a way to stop hiding it and start sharing it with the world. Absolutely. Yeah. So Nadia, just give us an intro. What is Sufi spiritual healing? What is it that you do? How do you do this work? What is it bringing to your clients? And I am a client, so I can speak to this personally, but I want Nadia to share first. Yes. So Sufi spiritual healing 
it starts with the premise that we're made of mind, body, spirit. And for so long, that's just been a buzzword that I've heard probably since childhood, mind, body, spirit, mind, body, Mm. spirit. And so the idea is, so something happens to you in your life and really traumatic, or you move as a child, or you have a breakup or something worse, some sort of abuse or something happens in your life. And eventually you'll have to sort through that when you become an adult and sort through how it impacted your mind. So you'll say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to start going to therapy. I need to work on this thing. So we go to therapy and we work on it. And so then you might realize that I have some pain in my body that's just been stored in there ever since that thing happened. And so you'll go see a massage therapist or you'll see an acupuncturist or a chiropractor or even physical therapy to to work on the body. And now finally, we're working on Sufi spiritual healing, which is it brings in the concept that there is a spirit in there. And when something happens to you in this lifetime, It not only affects you on the mind level and the body level, but it's also affecting your soul and whatever happened penetrates into your soul and it's living there and it's living with you and you're carrying it with you wherever you go. And so a lot of times I'll have people say, look, Nadia, I've been doing talk therapy for years and I just can't shake off this thing. And that's where Sufi spiritual healing comes in. It's okay. You've been trying to shake it off from your head, or you've been trying to shake it off with breath work and breathe it out. You've been trying to shake it off by doing the yoga and getting your body moving, but ultimately it's living in your soul. So Sufi spiritual healing comes in, a healer comes in to help you access your soul, access those areas that have been holding on to these memories and allow you to let them go and really bring in the light of healing. So it's not just let it go. It's also, okay, we excavated, take this thing out. And now let's fill that void, fill that spot that we just created and fill it with some goodness, some love, some light, some safety, things like that. Absolutely. And Nadia, that is such a beautiful, you're so right that that mind, body, spirit is a buzzword. And we have a lot of tools very gratefully in this day and age to really work on the body aspect and work on the mind aspect. And something I love about pelvic health PT specifically is that you're always, you have to look at the body and the mind together because pelvic health issues do not exist in isolation of the muscular skeletal system, which is so fascinating. But that spirit aspect, you're right. We say it and it's gone with the wind. That is just like, how do we address this? I'm sure people would love to know, does Sufi spiritual healing, are we thinking about, we might be familiar with Sufi mystics or some parts of Islam or anything like that. Does this work ascribe to a religion, a creed? Where is it? Is it coming out of a beautiful tradition? anyone can access this who is open, how would you describe? So I love that question, especially nowadays, because I feel like people are actually so familiar with the Sufi mystic Rumi. If you go on Instagram and look for inspirational quotes, you'll find all these quotes about love and life. And you'll see by Rumi, he was a very ancient, very popular Um, Sufi mystic. And so, yes, this work stems from Sufism, which is what Sufism uh, believes and teaches is that we are all one. And the Mm -hmm. concepts of freedom, 
love for all. Mm. And that can be accessed from any pathway. So you can use any path to access the oneness. You can use any pathway to access freedom and you can use any pathway to access love. And in fact, in my education where I've learned this process, it's a non-denominational practice. It's They teach it from the perspective of oneness. And we have people from all traditions coming and learning this process. So no, to be on the receiving end, I would say to be on the receiving end, you have to have a sense that something bigger than you exists. And I think Mm. a lot of people who come to me are already there. Like people who are looking for healing that's bigger than a pill, that's bigger than um, needles and IVs. They've already understood that there's got to be something out there that's outside of me. And if you are the type of person that can trust in the universe, then you can be on the receiving end of this type of healing. That's incredible, Nadia. And clearly I have had that with my own experience with you, which is just so lovely. And I think there is, there's a specific type of person and I have some of these practitioners and people in my life. I feel so fortunate, but there's a special type of person that when you are with them, either physically present or zoom or whatever it may be, you feel strong and capable and beautiful. And there's something, there's a real energetic link and like calling to like there. And for everyone listening, Nadia is one of those people where when you are in her presence, you truly feel, you feel wonderful. You feel seen, you feel appreciated. Even if she's not saying, I see you, I appreciate you. There's just a sense, there's none of, there's no innate sense of competition. There's no sense of kind of comparison or anything like that. It's just, you're on your path parallel to her on her path. And it's wonderful. So I just wanted to say that's something that I really, I love about Nadia. And I've encountered a few others like that to work with in my life through mentorship. And that is something that we should look out for and really hold on to. Molly, that was, first of all, very, a very kind thing to say. Thank you very much for that. And I do want to say that what happens when you feel that way is basically it's our souls connecting. And so you'll connect with people's souls throughout your lifetime, but specifically what happens when you connect to the soul of a trained healer is that your soul will expand Mm. because the healer is carrying all these good lights, the light of love, the light of forgiveness, the light of freedom, and your soul knows it. And it feels good there. The light of abundance, like so many lights come through. And so you almost can rest in that space where the two souls come together, one soul resting, the other soul holding the space and the doors open for, to feed the, to feed your soul, what it's craving for and what it wants to be fed. And I'd actually like to bring up another point here, which is actually really interesting in that you'll find you, if if you do like a Google search for some kind of healer, it's actually really important to have, to see how you, your heart feels in the presence Mm -hmm. of that person, because so many in 
so many people I have found that are starting to do this kind of work or who have done it for years and I'll check them out and see how my heart feels in their space. And it's, it may be more self-serving than it is serving humanity. It may be more, this feeds my ego a little bit because I feel cool about this really awesome gift that I have. And so part of the training in the Sufi school that I did was letting go of the ego and serving straight for a higher purpose, serving straight for the universe, serving 100% for the person you're in front of, and really just emptying yourself of the ego and being 100% humble, empty. Like it's beyond humility. It's really emptiness that I don't exist. Only the oneness exists between us. So that, that, I don't know if that helps describe. It does how you feel. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And there's, there's a phrase, it's an, I think it's an ancient a Greek word called kenosis. And it's about the emptying of the self to bring in that sense of oneness. So a lot of like ancient Greek religious literature will have that, um, that moment of kenosis of emptying so that you can experience the fullness. But I feel like this would be a great time, kind of a lead in now that we've established so many really cool things about your work. Guide us through what does a session look like? I feel like important for people to know that just like with any other type of therapy that you're doing, whether it's talk therapy or you're going to physical therapy, something like that, when you're doing a spiritual healing session, it's never going to be a one and done. Just like with your body and with your mind, you're going to work on one layer and then we're going to get a little bit deeper and then other things are going to come up. It's so interesting like from the physical therapy perspective, when we start addressing one kind of acutely aggravating concern. So maybe somebody is really dealing with some back pain that is debilitating them. And that's why they actually, that's why they came in and that's why they got into the door. And as we start working on things, we start uncovering these other sensitivities and these other weaknesses and these other areas that want love and attention. And we're just sending signals to that low back, just crying out there. And so it's layer upon layer. And that I feel like that's so important too, with spiritual healing, we're not going in one time and just bada bing, bada boom. It's very important just as you would maintain your health with anything else. So yeah, tell us, walk us through what does a session look like? I'd love to hear too, kind of your experience of a session. Like, what does it look like for your client? What does it feel like for you? Yeah. Gosh, Molly, so much to say here. Okay. For starters. So we'll start off a session with a conversation, just a five minute conversation about what words are you comfortable with? Are you comfortable with the word universe? Are you comfortable with the word God? What if I used the word prayer? Would that close you off and make you want to run? So we start off with those logistics and then we'll talk about what brought the person in? Okay. And you're so right. You're like on point to say that we start off with, okay, I'm signing up for one session because I'm having this one relationship issue with my son and he's in, in finishing up elementary school and all of his elementary school years, we've been in this battle. And I really want to just heal that with my son. And I think it's something inside of me. Okay. We'll start there. We'll start there and we'll start removing layers. And suddenly you start to realize, oh, 
this isn't about my son. I'm carrying so much anger towards this other person that I thought I forgot about. I thought I was over him. I thought this was history. No, I've been carrying this anger along with me. And then my son kind of triggers that within me and it's in my subconscious and I didn't even know. So on the, on, on the client side, they're having these realizations potentially. Now on the flip side, I can just be witnessing those realizations as they're happening and the client has no idea. And all they know after a few months of sessions is that they're feeling better and all those feelings they had, all those issues they had with, with their son is gone and they don't know why. And they're just like, I'm going to come back to you if I ever have these problems again. So it could be that they're totally seeing it as it goes, or they're totally not seeing it as it goes. And both of those are perfectly fine. And then it's like that where you start off with, I think I'm working on my relationship with my son, but I ended up healing anger towards my mother, feelings of abandonment about my father, feelings of insecurity, not feeling safe, feelings of anxiety about separation. There's all this stuff stored in the in the soul that is just tucked away. We just tuck it away. We had no tools for accessing it, even if we could access it. Okay, great. We just opened up a can of worms. What do I do with that? But having that healer in, in the space with you and the healer will guide you through it. So yeah, yeah. And a lot of times someone will come in for a specific thing like that and it'll turn to a lifetime of every few months I have to have another cluster of healings to work through the next thing. And then I feel good for a while and my old issues go away. And now I want to, I want to work on the next thing because it feels so good to let go of the baggage and move on with my life. And sometimes it's more concrete. Sometimes it's even more concrete. Mm-hmm. I had someone come to me who said, Nadia, I've just been, I'm going in for my final round of IVF after this. Mm-hmm. It's round number three or four. And after this, we're giving up and it's done. And I just kept thinking about you. So I have to come see you. I'm getting all the signs that I need to come see you. And it's okay. You have a purpose. We're going to clear out what we can to make this thing happen. Your appointments next week. Okay. We got to work. We got some work to do. And it's a one and done. And, but the thing is about the one and done is that the seed is planted that, that seed of, wow, it felt so good to cry or release whatever was in my womb space that wasn't allowing me to carry a baby. That understanding of, wow, if I release something that's stored in my soul, what could happen? What beauty can come into my life when I release something? So it's one of those things that could be one and done. It can be a process and it's a lifelong learning and it's completely up to you how far you want to take it. Absolutely. And what is that? So for you on the other side of that, so the client, they may be going on this journey with you, either kind of feeling physical sensations, maybe seeing some blips of what you're seeing, and maybe they're just present and experiencing, and they're still getting all of those benefits. What is that like for you as the healer? What are you experiencing? Yeah. So what's going on my end is it's like watching 20 movies at once. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm sitting here watching 20 movies. Like, actually, like I can, I'm watching 20 movies and I know that 
our job is to move beyond those images. So mm. sure, these movies and the, these are like snippets of things that have happened in your life over time. So I'm watching, let's say you're 20 years old. I'm watching movies from conception, in utero, your delivery, your first year of life, second year of life. All these movies are playing at once. So it's watching time. On one axis, we're watching time. On the other axis, the time is moving and we can see what happened in all of those times, okay? With the goal of moving beyond all those images. Because that's the thing about talk therapy is that you'll stop at the movie, talk about what happened, see how it made you feel the feelings, turn the movie off and move on. But guess what? I'm an elder millennial. You're still carrying that VHS cassette tape with you in your soul. <laughs> I don't know how movies are stored with advanced technology, but you're still carrying that in your soul and it can, and you're still carrying it. So it's not necessarily playing, but it's there. Okay. So the goal with spiritual healing is don't stop at that image. Don't get hung up on the, what happened and why it happened. You can do all of that and talk therapy if it feels good for you, or you can jump into let's get past this movie and go beyond it. And when we go beyond it, that's when we see what was missing or what happened. So the, what happened is I felt scared or I felt abandoned or I felt hopeless, okay? And the feelings of hopelessness don't necessarily come up. It's just an understanding that comes up. Okay, so mm-hmm. if you watched all the movies, we push to go beyond it. Don't stop the images, push to go beyond it. See what's there. Okay, it's hopelessness, it's whatever. That's where the healer comes in and says, okay, I'm holding that space in my hand figuratively and allowing the universe to refill that space with what you really needed in that moment. What you needed was motherly attention, affection, someone to hold you. So all those movies playing have that this one kind of string that holds it all together of what was missing. And in that moment, the light comes in fills it in with what it was that you needed. And then I look back, I turn around metaphysically in the, in that world that I'm in, I turn around and I check on the movies. I say, is, is, does this work for you? Does this light that's coming in heal those images and make them wash away? And when the answer is yes, I watch all the movies and I'll go through it going in, in and out of the different time zones, <laughs> if you will and watch the movies disappear and watch you or the client watch that person go from being either hunched back or scared or cowering in and I'll watch the body movement the body image kind of change and open up to okay I was x before and now I'm filled with the light that's come in and then the problems disappear so that's what's going on my end yeah That's incredible, Nadia. It reminds me, I know that, so we, our first episode we did with Dr. Taylor, whom you patronize as well, wonderful women's wellness chiropractor. I go to Connect First Chiropractic with Dr. Ryan and Dr. Dan. And something that I noticed after that consistent chiropractic care 
for me, I really wanted to work on my sleep and my anxiety. And I noticed that I could only before then only fall asleep in the fetal. That was it. That was Mm. the only position I could fall asleep in. And I noticed that I became able, I would wake up on my back. Mm. I did not have to fall asleep entirely holding myself. I did not have to fall asleep like that. And it's so powerful. And the other day, Nadia has three beautiful boys. She knows the busy life of a mom. And for me, I really wanted to exercise. And I thought, I have this chiropractic appointment. I can either, I can go to my appointment or I can take that 30 minutes and exercise. And I thought about waking up on my back and not holding myself to sleep. And I said, this is important. This is also a form of physical self-care. This is also a form of emotional self-care. You made this commitment. This is what I'm going to do. And those sort of physical changes are, it's just so beautiful to think about when we think about our babies, just like holding us, just being in our wombs and that just safe space and feeling that being able to, we clearly have stored so much of that ourselves. And from conception on, like you said, of those feelings that were placed upon us from conception forward and all of those formative experiences. And when we talk about healing our inner child, like our child can be physically with us as much as is spiritual. And it's so important to address all those aspects. I know for, from the pelvic health perspective, speaking of like you were talking about providing what is what you needed at that time. And we talk a lot about hope and how for us, the goal, especially of our first appointment of that initial evaluation, which I don't know, people don't generally, I feel like love an evaluation appointment, but we love our first appointments and our evaluation appointments. And yes, we're collecting physical metrics, but I think much more important than that, we are providing hope. And that is something that is so important. And like you said, it needs to be a good fit for you. Nadia, for me personally, Nadia is a wonderful fit for me as a spiritual healer. For physical therapy, I think Dr. Lindsay was a wonderful fit for Nadia. They connected in that way. And there needs to be that bond there. And there needs to be someone who sees you, yes, but hears you is Mm -hmm. so huge. And Nadia, how cool that you are. You're seeing and hearing in this multidimensional way that is just so incredible. If you like this podcast, please download, share, and review so that we can continue to share our mission more widely and support even more women and women-owned businesses on their wellness journey and self-care journey. You can also find us at www.orthopelvicpt.com on Instagram and YouTube at orthopelvicpt and on TikTok at orthopelvicpt1. At Orthopelvic PT, we are primarily pelvic health therapists that practice treating hip pain, low back pain, leakage, postpartum, pregnancy, pubic symphysis dysfunction, prolapse, tailbone pain, and the list goes on and on. Whether you are struggling with acute pain or chronic issues, we would love to chat with you and recommend the next steps of just giving us a call and we'd love to chat today.
Thank you.